Hey, Sam. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time of day it is for you or night. Hello. Y'all hear me rhyming? I'm on. <laughs> I'm sitting here rhyming. Okay. Um, Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come boldly, Father, yet humbly to your throne of grace, Lord, asking and praying that you increase, Father, as I decrease, Lord. I'm praying that you put your words on my tongue, Father. I'm praying that the flesh is to be taken out, Father, and only your words go forth, Father. In the name, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters, over myself and over this episode, Father. I just thank you for who you are, Lord, because you are so good, Father. And I bind up any foul enemy in any lying tongue that will try to come up against this word, Father. And that is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Hello, family. So yesterday, we started talking about Saul. And well, first we talked about Stephen, and then we talked about Saul, because, you know, Saul was going around persecuting Christians, and he was standing there when Stephen was getting stoned to death. And it was that very one, that very one watching one of one of Jesus' children getting stoned, watching that, that's the very one that Jesus pulled up on and said, why are you persecuting me? And turned his life around. And that is just such a good, like, that's just so amazing. Because have you ever got to the point where you felt like you've done so much? You just feel like I've done so much. Like, I'm not even, I know I'm going to hell, you know? But God, he'll show you, he'll pull up on you like he pulled up on Paul, brother Saul, okay? He will pull up, all right, family? So just, you know, we're going to get more into the book of Acts, and we're going to read more and more, like, um, miracles and things that's going to happen. But Paul will come back up. We were just giving a little highlight from yesterday, you could say. So let's go to Acts chapter 9. Starting at verse 32. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydia. There he met a man named Ananias who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Mm-hmm. Peter said to him, Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Family, I, <laughs> y'all know I get hype because listen, it says that he was paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Hallelujah. Peter said to Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat by the power of God. Hallelujah. Right now, family, believe that is in the power in the name of Jesus. They said that he could, he was paralyzed. He couldn't move. Hallelujah. But the name of Jesus Christ, 
got those bones and them joints and them muscles to work again by the power of God. People counted him out for eight years. He was bedridden for eight years, but all it needed was that one touch from the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping man. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Family, the Lord will meet you where your faith is at. Do you believe that the Lord will heal you? Do you believe that he will tell you, get up out that bed? Hallelujah. Will you believe that he tell you to roll up your mat by the power of God? And it says, and instantly he was healed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The whole population of Lydia and Sharon saw Ananias walking around and they turned to the Lord. Hallelujah. The healing that the Lord wants to give you. The healing that the Lord wants to give you will have people turning back to the Lord. Hallelujah. Because when he heal you, I know you're going to give him the glory by the power of God. I know you will. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which is Greek in Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydia. So they sent two men to, to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them. And as soon as he arrived, they, looked, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coat, showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room. Then he knelt and prayed. Hallelujah. Turning to the body, he said, get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. Family, right now, I need you to understand. Right, fam? That's the power that we still hold today to tell the dead to rise. Listen, Per the Lord's instructions <laughs> to tell, listen, that's the same power. Do not sit here and be reading this, right? And being like, oh, I, I, that, that was crazy that that used to happen. That's crazy. No, that's the same power today. Do you believe that? Because anything is possible if you believe that. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the Lord can raise someone from the dead? Do you believe it? It's all about your mindset. If you will believe it. Hallelujah. Don't just read this Bible and be like, oh, all these things were good back in the day. No, that, Jesus Christ is the same now, today, and forever. Do you get me? Oh, good glory be to God. It says, he gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers, and he presented her to him to them alive. The news spread through the whole town, and many people believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Okay. Hold on, family. Hold on, family. Let's start at chapter 10, verse, verse 9. 
The next day, as Cornelius' messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky opening and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheets were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared. I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then, the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house, found Simon's house standing outside the gate. They asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. Get up and go downstairs and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. Hallelujah. You see how the Lord will just, you just walk in it out. He said, don't just, don't have no hesitation. Just go because I have already, I have sent them to you. He just told Peter what Peter had to do. Peter wasn't sitting on the roof confused when they said he had visitors. The Holy Spirit had already prompted him. That's the power. Is that that power of the spirit leading you to all truth? Glory be to God. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you are looking for. Why have you come? They said, we are sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is devout and a God-fearing man, well-respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. Oh, God is so good. God is so good. You, you, we just trust God. Trust God. He had all of this planned out before Peter even knew. He's uh, the the angel already prompted um, Cornelius. He already prompted him, and Peter just walking it out like God had everything already planned for Peter just to walk through. So Peter invited the men to stay the night. Stay for the night. The next day, he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. They arrived in Caesarea the following day. Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered his home, Cornelius fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter, excuse me, family, but Peter pulled him up and said, stand up. I am a human being just like you. That's that humbleness. That's that humbleness. Because listen, Cornelius couldn't understand how how Peter was healing paralyzed people, how he was raising the dead, because Peter did look like some sort of God to him. Because he was like, "What are what what, what are you, by what power? Like <laughs> you just can't go around healing people." But it's that name of Jesus. It's that name of Jesus. But you have to remember, just like Peter, when you are getting praises from humans, you have to humble yourself because guess. Why it's not your power, and you give glory back to the Lord. You just say that you are his unworthy servant, just doing his doing your job. Hallelujah. That's what you say. You don't take in the Lord's praise, you don't take in his worship, you give glory back to God. 
So they talked together and went inside where many were assembled. Peter told them, you know, it is against our laws for a Jewish man to enter a Gentile home like this or to associate with you. But God has shown me that I should no longer think of anyone as impure or unclean. So I have came without objection as soon as I was I was sent for. Now tell me why you sent for me. Cornelius replied four days ago. Wait, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. We cannot think of anybody as impure or unclean because if God do not call something unclean that God has made clean, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't care if you be like, well, this person used to hit the crack pipe. The key word is used to. Oh, this person used to be a prostitute. The key word is used to. Why don't you look at yourself in the mirror and talk about what you used to be? If you want to point out something that somebody used to be, why don't you go look in the mirror and tell yourself what you used to be? Don't tell nobody else what they used to be. They know. You don't got to tell them. If God said it's clean, it is clean. Cornelius replied, four days ago, I was praying in my house about this same time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man in dazzling clothes was standing in front of me. He told me, Cornelius, your prayers has been heard and your gifts to the poor have been noticed by God. Now send a message to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying in the home of of Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. So I sent for you at once and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here waiting before God to hear the message the Lord has given you. Glory be to God. Who do you see how the, the Lord just paved the way? Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. Say it again, brother Peter. Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. We're going to read that again. Come on, Brother Peter. Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. This is the message of the good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. Hmm, God is good. You know what happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee? After John began preaching his message of baptism, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with the power, with power then Jesus went around doing all doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we apostles are witnesses of all he did throughout Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him to life on the third day. Then God allowed him to appear not to, to the general public, but to us whom had, whom God had chosen in advance to be his witness. Hallelujah. Do you see how he said, but to whom, but to us whom God has chosen in advance to be his witness family, you, 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 I'm talking to you. God has chosen you in advance to be his witness. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
We were those who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Family, he wants to come into your heart and he wants to have a meal with you as friends. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, right? It's something when you have a relationship with the Lord and you can't even see him. I know I always say this, family, but it's so true. The fact that God, you can't see him, but you can feel him and you can talk to him. That is so Oh, it is so precious. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Allow him in. Say, come into my heart and let's have a meal together as friends. Say it to him because that's what he wants to do. It says we were those who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Family, he has no favorites. You just see that they said that he has no favorites. He will come and have a drink and eat with you too. Take him up on it. Matter of fact, Lord, I want to have, I want to have a, a, a meal together as friends, Lord. Hallelujah. I, I want that for myself today, Father, by the power of God. Hallelujah. And he ordered us to preach everywhere and to testify that Jesus is the one appointed by God to the, to be the judge of all the living and the dead. He is the one that all the prophets testified about saying that everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. You hear that? It says saying that everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. Hallelujah. There's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And what do Jesus say? Don't Jesus say after he gets sins are forgiven, don't he be saying and don't go sin again. Something far worse will happen to you. So when you get forgiven of your sins, turn the other way. Don't go back and sin because if you do, it's something, it, it, it will be far worse because it's hard. It's hard after the Lord heals you to get up and go back into sin and then get out of it. It's harder to do it because you already have been forgiven. So the fact that you are returning back to that sin, the enemy is waiting with with uh, um he's waiting there and he 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 he's determined to kill still and destroy because you got a taste of what the lord was and he said nah the the enemy don't want you to know how good the lord is he wants you to feel like the lord the lord ain't what he is so then what he do is he be sitting there waiting to devour you that's why you turn away because he wants to devour you the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. When your sins are forgiven, then I'm here to tell you that the Lord says your sins are forgiven. You turn the other way. Don't you go back to that sin. Don't you go. Hallelujah by the power of God. Because I know somebody sitting there saying, well, how can I not turn back? That's all I know. By the power of God, tell him to come into your heart and to change you and to mold you and to keep you from going the other way. Because I'm here to tell you, you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. You need the power of God to keep you from going back. That's what you got to do. Okay, fam, I'm sorry, because, you know, the weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. I had to cut it off for a minute, but we right back with it. 
Let's start at verse 44. Is the title of this, of this part is the Gentiles receive the Holy Spirit. Even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray every person under the sound of my voice feels the Holy Spirit fall upon them, Father, by the power of God. Hallelujah. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too, for they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asked, can anyone object to their being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did? So he gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Afterward, Cornelius asked him to stay with them for several days. Hallelujah. Peter explains his actions. So we're at, on chapter 11. So the news reached the apostles and other believers in Judea that the Gentiles had received the word of God. But Peter arrived back in Jerusalem. But when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, the Jewish believers criticized him. You entered the home of Gentiles and even ate with them. They they said, listen, then Peter told them exactly what happened. I was in the town of Joppa, he said. And when I was praying, I went into a trance and saw a vision. Something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners from the sky. And it came right down to me. When I looked inside the sheet, I saw all sorts of tame and wild animals, reptiles and birds. And I heard a voice say, get up, Peter, kill and eat them. No, Lord, I replied. I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure or unclean. But the voice from heaven spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. This happened three times before the sheet and all it contained was rolled back up to heaven. Just then, three men who had been sent to Caesarea arrived at the house where we were standing. The Holy Spirit told me to go with them and not to worry that they were Gentiles. These six brothers here accompanied me, and we soon entered the home of the man who had sent for us. He told us how an angel had appeared to him in his home and told him send messengers to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He will tell you how you and everyone in your household can be saved. As soon as I began to speak to Peter, as soon as I began to speak, Peter continued, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as he fell on us at the beginning. Then I thought of the Lord's words when he said, John baptized with fire, I mean with water, but you will be baptized with the the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. I said with fire. As this said, he do baptize with fire. And since God gave these Gentiles the same gift he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to stand in God's way? Yes, have that and have that same energy of Peter. Have this same energy. And since God gave these Gentiles the same gift he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to stand in God's way? Mm, keep that energy of our brother Peter keep that energy keep it when the others heard this they stood they stopped and uh, they stopped objecting and began praising God they said we can see that God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting of their sins and receiving eternal life hallelujah hallelujah can I ask a question family 
why repent for your sins, right? Okay, let me say it like this. Okay, you repent for your sins and you receive eternal life. So why turn into sin to have death when you can have eternal life in Christ? And he wants you to have a have life and have it more abundantly. Why would you want sin to keep holding you down in death? Let's just think about that, fam. Let's just, let's just think. Meanwhile, the believers who have been scattered during the persecution after Stephen's death travel as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They pretended, they preached the word of God. I'm sorry, they preached the word of God, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyrus and Cyrene began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. The power of the Lord was upon them, and a large number of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence, this evidence of God's blessings, he was filled with joy, and he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. Barnabas was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and strong in faith, and many people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. It was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. During this time, some prophets traveled from Jerusalem to Antioch, one of them named Agabus stood up in, in one of the meetings and predicted by the spirit that a great famine was coming upon the entire Roman world. This was fulfilled during the reign of Claudius. So the believers in Antioch decided to send relief to the brothers and sisters in Judea, everyone giving as much as they could. This they did, entrusting their gifts to Barnabas and to Saul to take the elders of the church in Jerusalem. Hallelujah, Lord. You are so good. So family, let's just, cause let's just have a family talk, a speak out sis moment by the leading of the Holy Spirit family. We are going to keep on reading in the book of Acts and we're going to see just by the power of the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit led all the apostles and began to form, um, the body of Christ, it began to pour out the spirit. It began to, um, they began to save people from their sins and, and get, and let them have eternal life by, by the power of God. And we have to remember, and we have to understand that that's the same power that is within us. You know, we have to do our servant work. We have to go around and heal the paralyzed. We have to go around and put hands on the sick. We have to be, we have to do that. We have, we have to do that. Raising the dead. Cause Jesus said that when he goes to the father, we're going to do greater works than he did because he is with the father. You get what I'm saying? So we have to get out this mindset that what happened in this Bible is just what happened in this Bible however many years ago. We have to get into the mindset that Jesus is the same today. That that power in the name of Jesus holds the same kind of weight that it did for now and forever. You get what I'm saying, family? We need to really... 
We really need to, and I'm, I'm including myself. That's why I say we. We have to really be like not focus so much on. Okay, I just gotta pray for Jesus for me. We have to be building His church, and He will make sure that we're good. We have to be building up our brothers and sisters. We have to be gathering up the flock. We have to be. We have to be doing this, and we see that. Saul, in a matter of days, was filled with the Spirit of God, and he was able to go and preach. There is no time limit on when the Lord can use you. It's only when you are going to believe it. You feel me? When are you going to believe the power in the name of Jesus? When are you going to believe that? Let's stop worrying about just praying to God for our finances and for our health and for this. And why don't we pray that God strengthens us so we can put hands on the sick, that we can feed the poor. You feel me? That we can guide the lost sheep home. Why don't we pray for that? Why don't we pray that the power of God falls upon us? Why don't we pray to receive the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. So we could do the greater works than he did. Hallelujah. I prayed for y'all and I asked the Lord, you heard me. I said, Father, can the Holy Spirit fall upon them? Can it fall upon your children? Hallelujah. And, and, And listen, if you shall receive it, it will fall upon you receive it say father i receive the spirit by the power of god in jesus name just say that to yourself hallelujah because he wants to do it he wants to do it okay family it's more about our it's more than just about ourselves is about building each other up. We are the church. We are here to build each other up. Let's praise him. Let's get together. Let's go heal people. Let's go cure people. Let's show people what the kingdom is about. The book of Acts shows you that Jesus is still with us. God is with us. It's the Holy Spirit. They were doing works, greater works than they did when Jesus was walking with them. They were doing it. That's showing us that we can do it. Let's do it. Family. I, I know God will bless you with the Holy Spirit because we just see he don't have favoritism. If he gave it to me, he will give it to you. Receive it. Hallelujah, Lord. We won't break in the, into prayer, family. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for just blessing us with your spirit today, Father. I'm praying that my brothers and sisters is strengthened and encouraged by your spirit, Lord. I pray that you just give them a fresh wind, Father. Baptize them in the fire of Christ, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm praying everyone under the sound of my voice shall be set free. I'm speaking freedom, Father, by the by your power in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I'm praying that the old bones begin to get strengthened, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, Lord, I'm praying that their unbelief turns to belief, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I'll bind up any anger.
enemy that's going to try to come up against my words, Father. I bind them up by the power of God in the name of Jesus. I bind up any lying tongue that will try to come up against this word, Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in Jesus' name. That's what I do. I bind them up in Jesus' name, Father. And I'm speaking freedom over your children. I'm releasing captives by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Lord, because you good, Father. Because you good. I'm releasing prisoners today in the name of Jesus by the power of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name. Thank you, Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, because you are good. You said who the son says free is truly free. That's what you said, Lord. That's what you said. Those are your words, Father. And that's why I speak freedom over your children. Because I know your word shall not come back void to you, Lord. So I speak freedom, Father. Your word say in Isaiah 61 that I shall release the captives and the prisoners, Lord. That wasn't my words, Lord. That was your words, Lord. That was your words, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I release the Holy Spirit upon your children, Father, not by my words, but by your words. Because you said you will release your Holy Spirit on your children, Lord, in the name of Jesus, by the power of God, Father. That's all I pray for is freedom, 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 Lord, freedom, Father. Hallelujah. I just want freedom. I want the Holy Spirit to be poured out, Lord, upon your children, Hallelujah. I want them to receive the power of God in the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Father, because I know you will do it, Lord. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I will see y'all later, fam. Praise the Lord. Keep praising them. Just keep praising them. Stay in worship. Hallelujah. Stay in worship. Stay on your feet and worship in the name of Jesus. See, I be praying. I be trying to talk to y'all, but it's just the spirit consumes me. And all I can think about is praising my God. But I be trying to stay down here. I be trying to, I be trying to finish off talking to y'all before I go into praising him. But stay on your feet or get on your knees and just praise him. Just thank him for who he is today. Hallelujah. And I know my God. I know he's going to send you the spirit because he sent it to me by the power of God. I just love y'all family. And that's in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I love y'all. And most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.